we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Services. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. Welcome back everyone to the best thing you've heard in your eardrums all week welcome back y'all to the face off of coming and fowler glad to have you here <laughs> fowler for some reason is making it very difficult to start this episode today i don't know why but i just it's not me if it's not difficult am it's i right that's very true very very true so this episode is gonna be a quick one because my ac wants to decide to be difficult again today listen hard-hitting so facts we're getting in we're getting out that's right how was your week this past week Ow. my week was good period how was your week my week was it was a week. A week? You know what? Here's the thing about the weeks these days, <laughs> these weeks. It's moving so fast, but it's also moving so it's slow. Mo- Listen, Friday, I was like, why is it not lunchtime yet? The like, days are slow, but the weeks are fast. Yeah, I just... Because it's almost August. Thank God. No, that's Thank the hot God. times. No, I'm well, afraid. But it's one month closer to fall. Very true. I'm I'm ready for the winter time. I'm ready to just... Oh, Lord, y'all don't understand. I'm just... I'm ready. You can hear the excitement in my voice. I'm ready. Woohoo! Yeah. I am also ready. I feel, yeah, I'm ready for the summer to be over. Yeah, that's why I hate when people are always like, oh my God, I'm so ready for the summertime. It's too cold. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Because then as soon as it gets summertime, then you go, oh my God, it's so hot. Shut up. This is why you shouldn't complain during the goddamn wintertime. That's why we're having a quick episode today. It's exactly. a little hot. We're getting a little feisty. Yes, my AC is starting to act a little bit weird. Act even the fool. It was perfectly fine all week, but oh, Jesus Lord. Anyway, y'all pray. Pray that this was not this will not be expensive and that it's a simple, easy fix and we can move on about our lives. And anyway. SEF. Yes. So anything special happened? Well, we went to a, a reception yesterday, which was, well, not yesterday in real time, but yeah. So congrats to Audrey and uh, Velma. Um, our two way to get married. We love love here on yes. the Face Off. Um, our friends Audrey and Velma got married um, on yesterday, not yesterday, Friday. Um, so congratulations to them. They did and the new style wedding, which is we're gonna go with our family and get married at the courthouse. Yeah. Y'all can party with us later if you want. Chef's kiss. Exactly. Love that. And they don't have to spend a whole bunch of money. They yeah, probably, let's all start adopting that. Yeah, and they could probably mentality. start a, uh, go on their honeymoon and spend a shit ton of money on themselves and yeah. actually enjoy it. So that's awesome. Love that for them. Yeah, definitely. Also, too, y'all, uh, I think, um, so I spoke to Dr. Dandridge, who was our wonderful uh, special guest uh, a few weeks back when we were talking about um, mental health. Um, and she, her actual dissertation, I think it should be available online. You can actually Google it, but if not, you can look on ProQuest. Um, to have her actual um, uh, dissertation. And it's about, uh, let me get the actual title so I don't mess it up. Um, I should have had that before we started, but I can always edit it if I need to. So her dissertation is actually on, um, it's called a correlation, um, a correlation investigation of father emotional presence and gender role identity in African-American women by Dr. Malika Dandridge. So that should be available by the time this episode comes out um, online and you can read it. It's an amazing read, y'all. I've been reading it thus far. Um, and I wish there was an audiobook version, but <laughs> it's actually, it's really amazing. She did an amazing job on this dissertation. Speaking of mental health, which yeah. is the segue, did you see the MMA fight last night? No, I don't. Or do you remember how we were at um, Audrey's reception, and I was like, "That guy looks like he's scared." Yeah. Okay, so that guy is an MMA fighter, Mm -hmm. Patty the Batty, and he won his fight last night. And then they went to go interview him, and he said that his friend had committed suicide like the day before or something. Oh shit! And he just gave this whole heartfelt speech he was like i know men aren't don't think they can share their emotions but i'd rather you cry on my shoulder than go to your mm-hmm. funeral the next week if you're dealing with something talk to someone wow just like, oh my god that's amazing that's so, sad too but that's, it is really that's sad amazing. but way to use his platform to talk about 
mental health. Mental health, yeah, especially in men, because like you said, they don't they don't share emotions at all. That's how they're kind of unfortunately hardwired. But um, but yeah. Well, speaking of actually, we can't even segue. Uh, well, no, actually, we can. I, we can segue into that. So uh, it's not a great segue, but it's a segue nonetheless. I'll tell you who else this, has mental health issues. This whole thing was great. I know. I, I'll tell you who else has mental health issues. There's one particular town. Uh, what was the town? The town name or where was it? I believe it was in Mississippi, right? No, nope. you'd think. Texas that it was in North Carolina. <laughs> oh, another racist damn state. Not yeah. surprised. Um, Kenley. North Carolina. Okay. Um, they just hired a new town manager, this lovely black woman. Her name is Justine Jones. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the hell's going on, but as soon as she was hired, the police chief took to Facebook to make his announcement saying that he would be resigning. He had already put in his resignation <laughs> and the entire police department was behind him. They all said, we're done with this what shit. What was it like a police department of like five people? I don't or know. Something? They said it's a hostile work environment. And he's been with the police department since 2004. But he was like, I'm up out of here. And um, so because they hired this one black yes, person after 21 years, he was like, wow. He said, I do not feel we can perform our duties and services to the community. I do not know what's next for me. I'm letting the Lord lead the way. I have loved this community. It has become family and one of my av- my greatest honors to serve. God bless. And they won't talk about why they left or what all their, you know. But we know it's very obvious because she's black. Yeah. He doesn't, and, and the black lady ain't gonna let you be the racist white cop no more. I mean, what else do you want? Yeah, so the town is saying that they don't want it to make it a him versus her situation. We'll see about that. Oh, but police. I'm like, first of all, I hate that we take to Facebook to do stuff like this. If you're supposed to be a professional, that Stop lets me know how Facebook. you... That lets me know how you, how you actually do your job if you're taking to Facebook to say you... There is no something about, there. like, specifically Facebook social media that, like clowns up whatever you're trying to do yeah as soon as i see it can you imagine seeing like the ceo of your company be like hey guys and girls it's me on fate i'm like i'm not this is stupid yeah, i'm not reading I'm this you and you're trash you to me, me now <laughs> it just dumbs down everything you're trying to accomplish yeah i just think people to feel like people want to know their business and no, we don't we don't care so don't like i feel like the, oh god i was i was watching social media and just kind of having like a, I wish this shit was never because <laughs> people put some of the most sensitive personal information on social media. And then you get mad when people start making comments about it. It's like, but you put your business out there. Like, social media, I feel like people still think, do you remember MySpace and Tumblr? Like yeah, yeah. When it first came out? Well, not Tumblr, but MySpace. Okay, definitely. well, Tumblr especially was like a diary that people, you know, people saw, but no one really read or commented on. Like, yeah. it was just this outpouring of information. I just thought Tumblr was porn. That's why I never went on it. That too. <laughs> and I feel like people still take that mentality into other social media platforms. I'm yeah. like, this ain't that. Like, there's a comment feature. Right. Did you see Jay Ellis post his wedding picture? Yes, I did. Lawrence is married. I don't know why we haven't brought that up before, but he disabled yeah. the comments, and I said, "Yes, King." Well, you because he knew. And, and, but let's get the people in context. The reason, probably, why he disabled his comments is because he married a white woman. A white woman. That's true. So yeah, that's true. And there's a lot of discord. Very true. I mean, Jordan. I think what was funny was not about that, but Jordan Peele when he came out with. Um, what was the the sunken place movie um get out get out and people were like oh my god see this is why the black man shouldn't marry white women and then when they saw the red carpet they saw jordan peele's wife wife. i was like damn like how did your wife feel about you calling her saying that you're in the goddamn sunken place well clearly he's not in it love is love but yeah it's i mean i think people feel a way because you know you see these characters and i do think that there's a there's two different conversations here especially with jay ellis even though we're segwaying jay ellis represents a stereotypical man black man in the black community right Mm -hmm. so i think people see him as this character much like people see michael b jordan right if michael b jordan were dating a white woman which we know historically allegedly he likes white women which is why he had this fake ass relationship with with lori harvey Harvey. exactly but i think too there's two different conversations it's just like when uh rappers or actors they tell try to tell them as much as possible do not tell people you're married because once you tell people you're married or you're in a relationship 
people automatically are just like, oh, you're not the same. You're tainted. Yeah. But then come around and you marry a white woman. It's just like, oh, no, I can never watch anything you <laughs> well, do Well, especially again. because his main character has been Lawrence, right? And Lawrence, exactly. like, for better or for worse, on Insecure, whatever you feel about Lawrence, he's been, like, right. this black man who's dated these colored women right. and all of these people. Black have, love. Exactly. Yeah. These images of black love and these stories of black love and everyone's just, like, rallied behind him. So for them to pop out of nowhere and him be like, here's my white wife. Exactly. I'm sure everyone was in their feeling. I was just mad he was married, period. I mean, yeah, I think people want him to be like, we'd rather you be single for the rest <laughs> of your life than get married to anybody at this point. Oh, but, my little Or are you supposed to be married to Issa Rae? <laughs> Either way. But, I know. Yeah, but I, I, think that's I crazy. You should be able to disable the comments on your shit because people are crazy and well, they don't know how to act. And because you know what they're going to say. And it's like to not I even know. open yourself up to that type of scrutiny. And well. you're allowed to feel however you want to feel, but yeah. I cannot imagine, like, of... Whatever happens in your relationship, your wedding day, your marriage is like one of the happiest times. You love someone so much, mm -hmm. you're like, I want to dedicate my life to you. Yeah. I wouldn't like, and as I'm a shit talker, as much really? shit as I, I, know I know, crazy. Wow. As much shit as Not I you. always talk to you <laughs> in my group chat, in yeah. my head, I could never fix my fingers to go on someone's wedding picture yes. post and be like, trash, fuck you, can't believe you chose this part. Like, yep. that's so hateful. It, it, and the thing, because again, this society we have raised unfortunately i don't have kids yet but the, the the society has raised these adults and children to feel like we need to know their opinion because it's your opinion it's just like for example there was an issue that happened uh last week with uh gospel artist kim burrell and i won't go into detail about it because i don't really care because she doesn't pay my bills and i love her i love her as an artist and I think people just get so harped on what she says. And, it, it, and it's, it's almost like the Amanda Seals effect, I call it. It's mm -hmm. like, no matter what Amanda Seals says, even if, because most of the time she's truthful and she's right in what she's saying, but just because you don't like the person, everything she says now you're offended by. It. And it's like, your grandma been calling you a whore and a slut and everything else in the whole world. You let your managers talk to you any kind of way. You let your family yeah. members talk to you any kind of way. But as soon as these people say something you don't like, somehow you want to crucify them. Like, but you, but then you have an opinion about these people, and then you call them all kind of bald head, fat, ugly bitches. But, but, but then you're doing the same thing. So then, how does that make? Anyway, neither here nor there. All I'm saying, I said all that to say, people feel like other people want to hear their opinion. I blame and they Twitter. Don't. I think it all started with Twitter. Twitter was one of the first platforms yes. where everyone was like, "Oh, this is my unfiltered stream of consciousness, and people yeah. can actively interact with it, and I can also interact with other people, right. and we can just all gang up on these people. We control yeah. people. It's the Barb's. The Barb started all this shit. I think the Beehive probably started it. Maybe, but I just feel like Twitter <laughs> was the first time when people were like, "Oh, we can gang up on people, and we yeah. control the shit out of people, and people can listen. And I'm getting all these retweets and this positive mm -hmm. feedback." Ugh. But I'm still saying, even too, Twitter, like there, there are certain things that I that I see about like if, if it's something that I disagree with, I, which I rarely disagree with Amanda Seals. But when I when I do see something that she posts and I'm like, mm, no, nah, I disagree with it. I will have a full fledged conversation with Amanda Seals behind my phone and I will not type a single thing because no. you know why Amanda Seals doesn't know who I am. Nope. She does not pay my bills. Does I don't not. pay her bills. Nope. I'm a silent supporter. And that's it. Like. There's so much power in scrolling. Why do you feel that Beyonce needs to know your opinion about her new music? It's not going to stop her check. It's just like Apple. Oh, this whole Apple and Android. Oh, Apple thinks they all that. And Android been doing this for years. Let me at Apple and tell Apple what I feel. <laughs> they don't care. Because you know why? Look at their stock market. Look at their, look at their amount of shares crazy. that they have. Like, come on. No one cares. Even us on this podcast. We did a podcast because we like it and it's fun. Guess what? No one gives a shit about our opinion but us. Nope. And every time y'all talk shit in the comments, you know what I do? Screenshots into her and laugh. Exactly. We laugh. <laughs> we laugh and we go to your profile and we look at you and there's a whole group chat about you. So we don't care. And that's not it. We don't care. We don't comment back because you know why? You don't pay our bills. Nope. You don't pay my bills. Not a cent, bitch. You won't pay my bills. Nope. So nope. fuck you and your mama. That's my song. It's great. But yeah. So sit all But please say. keep the negativity out of the comments. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, but you can keep them in the comments cuz because you're you're thank you for the view cuz you had to look at it in order to comment on something that we did or that anybody mm -hmm. does, not just us, but you know, it's just people just oh, you're not important in your own personal life that. I mean, even when people get death threats and like some people will show like um different negative comments that people post and they're just like 
why? Like you took time out of your day mm -hmm. to do all the Y'all are like, real bold when you're on. anonymous behind a screen. They they people talk a lot of shit behind How come every time tweeters? I'm not here you wanna be doing this? But every time I come around you don't wanna post, post up. up. Yeah. Half of these people 99% of these people will never say to your face what they say behind these cameras, except for that one person who did punch Charlemagne to God and ask for a drop. But that was about it. But other than that, people are not going to come. They're, they're going to be right in your face. Oh my God, I love you, Beyonce. But then talk, uh -uh, how dare she do house music mm -hmm. and this shit sucks and blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as she dropped that damn album next week, they're going to be, oh my God, <laughs> Beyonce is the go. Y'all yep. need prayer. Therapy. <laughs> she, and prayer and therapy. Oh my God! What were you telling me about um, Chris Brown? Speaking of therapy, uh, Christopher Brown, a man after my own heart. Sorry, you can hear me swallow. These pictures were released the other day. He had a concert at a meet and greet, and for a thousand dollars, you got to go meet him backstage, take pictures with him. You'll have to post these pictures. We'll post them somewhere on the video. This man is giving behind the back hugs. He looks like he's in love. It's magical. I'm sorry. What you said? They paid how much for these pictures? One thousand American dollars. Mm. But here's the thing. Mm. I feel like meet and greets are usually expensive. They are. And usually, I met, I met and Gret Tyga circa 2010. How much did you pay for the ticket? I'd think like fifty bucks, but it was Tyga in 2010. <laughs> this was before he was. I wouldn't even pay fifty bucks for Tyga in 2020. <laughs> it was a different time, and like I met him for like 0. 0.7 seconds. We took a picture. He gave us, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything like the pictures I saw of Chris Brown and these girls. This yeah. is like engagement shoot level mm -hmm. pictures. They look so happy. I would pay $2,000 to have a picture with Chris Brown. I love that man. I've only paid for VIP. Well, I did pay for VIP twice to see people. One was Jonathan McReynolds, a gospel Ooh, artist. And I think he's an amazing musician, singer. You should listen to a lot of his music. He, hmm. He's really, really good. Um, and he's a cutie too, by the way. But anyway, I paid for a VIP. First of all, we missed a VIP because the instructions were trash. So, <laughs> but I think it was only like an extra like 10 or 15 bucks or something like that. I don't even know all of Jonathan McReynolds music, but I, I was like, oh, he's a gospel artist, black man support, whatever. And then when I went to go see Stacey Abrams, um, we saw her, we were VIP and it was like 200 bucks. But also, I mean, you only met her for 2.2 seconds. You got to take a picture. She commented, she uh, complimented me on my glasses. And then we sat in the very front row, which was oh, cool. Nice. But I'm like, was that still worth $200? No, but that was the last person that I will ever like go yeah. to a VIP for. Like I'm not, not If you that. are a stan of someone and you want to pay the money and you have the money. Absolutely do it. Do it. At least he made it worth their while because those pictures are, you will always have that picture and it's a good one. Listen, I'm jealous. I, I would I'm not, thoroughly jealous. I personally wouldn't, and that's no shade to these people. I personally would not pay $1,000 to meet anyone. There's just like this this question that people, it rolls around like every few months. Would you rather pay, uh, would you rather get $500,000 or have, a di have dinner with Jay-Z? Fuck Jay-Z. What? What kind of stupid ass question I'd is that? I'd rather have dinner with Jay Z. Fuck no, Jay Z. Let me tell you something, Jay Z. I respect you, brother. However, I don't give a damn what knowledge you give me. Somebody on YouTube can give me that same. I listen to Walk a Flock for free, giving me the same information. I don't know if it's the knowledge, but I just want the connect. No, give me the five hundred thousand dollars. I can no, go buy the I want to. I want to schmooze. I want to know Jay Z. I want to be able for no. him to introduce me to people. Then I can make money off of those people. Off of one dinner, you think he gonna remember you after one dinner? Yes, he will. You crazy. I'm that good. Give me the 500K. I'll go listen to the blueprint later. Okay. <laughs> How about that? I, what? No, no, absolutely yeah. not. Because the thing is, our paths will never, like, I don't care how much advice Jay-Z gives you, your path will never be the same as his. That's true. Like, first of all, the time that he grew up in without social media and the internet like that, then you were selling drugs, allegedly, and then your drug money fronted your career. Allegedly. Very Lucius. But of then you. you exactly but I'm just saying, but then you were able to benefit and all that kind of stuff. But even be in those spaces, like there's just certain things you have to realize you ain't gonna never get to. Like you're not not I won't say never, but yeah, I'm just saying your good. your role your your road to that to that level will be significant. I'm different. still taking the dinner with Jay Z. Oh, that's and good I'm for hoping you. he's bringing the kids. That's really why I wanna go. You just want to stalk her kids? If for Blue's what? not there, I'm not about it. And Blue gonna roll her eyes at you the entire time. I would like, can you imagine? All I want, you know how some people are like, I would love to get slapped in the face by whoever. I would love to get eyes rolled by Blue Ivy Carter. You're obsessed with these people. It's it's sickening. Anyway, well, speaking of kids, 
not kids, but um, did you hear about the student housing crisis that's been going on lately? No, but I lived it, so it's fine. You and me both. So uh, in the news lately, or on social media rather, a lot of these uh, students have been talking about a lot of these four-year universities, that um, colleges and universities that don't have enough housing for the students. And they're talking about, you know, they got scholarships or whatever the case may be, or they just got accepted, but they're being put on hold or being, being put in like these little holding rooms or whatever because the universities don't have housing. And I think, um, like, I, I'm a person who... I I lived on uh, campus housing for two years, my freshman and my sophomore year. Um, the first year was in the dorm, and then the second year was like apartment style or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think these, I think these college students don't understand that, to a degree, universities don't owe you housing, and that's one of the things that you that you find out, unfortunately, once you get there. But universities don't have to give you housing. They don't have to provide housing. You said you wanted to go to their school. It is your responsibility to find that. However, it is a responsibility of the university once they do offer housing to have somewhat of a plan. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of these incoming freshmen and like, I think incoming freshmen should automatically get first dibs at it because they've never stayed there before. The juniors and seniors should not have access to on-campus housing i just personally believe that because at some point you you've been there at least two years so you should know the layout of the city and whatnot and all that other kind of crap um but i think also too with the housing market going where it is and it's so damn expensive um, it's so expensive and so people are just like yeah i'm gonna go back in the dorm because it's cheaper and i get my food exactly and you can get a meal plan so mm -hmm. i mean i remember i went to when i went to famu i stayed on campus uh my freshman year and it was in the dorm and when i got my housing like I went into it. It was a dorm room that had three beds or whatever. It was three beds in there, but it was big enough for three people, or whatever. So I'm there for a week, had an, unpacked all my shit and like, oh, okay, my two roommates, they're awesome. I can't even remember their names. They were wonderful. I have pictures of them, but they're wonderful. Anyway, so then a week later, all of a sudden I get like a notice on my door that's like, hey, bitch, we put you in the wrong room. <gasps> what? what? <laughs> what do you mean you put me in the wrong room? <laughs> I so never then, heard that story. Yeah. So then I was like, well, where the hell am I supposed to go? But luckily it was on the same floor, just down the hallway. And um, I got there before my roommate was there. So I got to pick what side I wanted. I was like, oh, thank you. Sweet baby Jesus. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were people who, like, midway through the semester, they were just oh like, yeah, we put you in the wrong room. Our bad. Sorry. You you belong in this dorm across the way. And I'm like, what? so thankfully my roommates, they were like, oh, no, we'll just help you move everything over or whatever. I had to put all my little pictures up and stuff because, again, social media wasn't around. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I went through that. And then when I first got there during this, when I went to summer school, they didn't even know. They were like, oh, we don't have you on our list. And I was like, bitch, don't play with me. I'm six <laughs> hours away from home. Do not play with me, fam. You, I will tear all this shit up in here. Oh, and then they were like, oh, yeah, we found your room. And then they put me. So this happened twice. So oh, I was actually downstairs. Like I guess not. They, I was downstairs in the basement in another oh four room like thing or whatever. And mm -hmm. then I set everything up because I went to uh, uh, you're uh, in band camp, band right? camp, your pre-drill rather. That's pre-drill at, at FAMU. And after I finished pre-drill, they were just like, yeah, we put you in the wrong room. And then they put me upstairs in the three-bed the three uh, bed one. And they were like, oh, sorry, we moved you again. And I was like, I'm not moving again. So if y'all fuck this up the third time, I'm not moving again. So, but yeah. But I think it's sad, though, that, I mean, these kids are, you know, hours away from home and don't have anywhere to stay. Well, I just feel like there's this huge push. Everyone needs to go to college. Everyone needs to go to college. No, you don't. You don't. So now you have all these kids, you're getting into, into debt, mm -hmm. you don't have any more housing, they're there for a year and figure out, ow, I don't need to go to fucking college. True. So let's stop pushing everyone into college. Let's push trade school. Let's push, uh, I don't know, isn't everyone a vlogger now anyway? Yeah. Keep on vlogging, and, people. And being influencers or whatever like that. Let's chill on the four-year college plans. Or selling their feet on Feet Finder. Yeah, there's not even enough housing. I paid more in housing every semester than I did at UT. It was awful. And even then, there was no housing. I, like, it was such a crapshoot to try to get mm -hmm. a dorm. It was so freaking expensive. They had they ended up having to put people in supplemental housing. Yeah. Quote, which is actually just a classroom that they put dorms in. Like a little... Like cots and stuff. Yeah, that mm -hmm. they put bunk beds in. And we're like, oh, this is your dorm. It's yeah. shitty. It's so shitty. And then they just make so much money off of it that they're they never do. gonna stop doing it and i think it's sad too because i feel like like student housing for all universities should work like government assistance housing yeah. where you can get a voucher and you pay only ten dollars a month or whatever the case may be because and i, and I think that too if, if you are renting out to college students you should be put on a cap where you cannot legally um request or or um have them pay more 
rent just because inflation has gone up because we all know how duplexes work we all know how apartment complexes work like you're you're getting all of this money for this stuff but you also have bills and you also have insurance mm -hmm. and all this other stuff you got to pay people I, I totally get it from a business standpoint but at the same time college students should not that should not be their first introduction into being an adult and paying bills like that and dealing with the housing crisis there will just always be rich ass people who are willing to pay it and that's why it will never stop exactly. the, the apartment complex i worked at there was a one of the rooms was $3,000 a month. And that was back in 2013, 14. $3,000 a month for yes. a college? It was a dorm? Or no, an it was an apartment. But I was like, who's paying this? And people would pay it. That is, man, let me tell you something. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. I lived, I remember when I, when I started living in an actual apartment that was not associated with FAMU, um, my best friend and I, we got an apartment and our rent was six fifty a month. Jesus, I wish. And it was a two bedroom, two bath and had a washer and dryer in it. Well, you which each was great. paid six fifty? No, no, no. no Together no. it was six fifty. Together it was six fifty. And we paid three twenty five a piece. And oh, I was still my. struggling to pay that because this was in two thousand and six. I think 2006 because I was working at the hospital at the time. So I was only making like 6.25 an hour. $6 an hour? <laughs> yes. In what world? Yes, in these United States of America. 6 dollars? And then I got bumped up to like 7.25 and then um I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, cuz I used to get I used to get paid and when you get paid and you you work oh lord Jesus, you work 80 hours and you just like where is I it? got four hundred something dollars. I can't even get no bread. What the <laughs> fuck? It was horrible. And then we ended up moving into a, like a three bedroom, three bath townhome that was further down um, from the school, and it was eight hundred dollars for the rent because the late the landlord she actually advertised it wrong, so she had to honor it. She wanted a thousand dollars for it, but she ended up she was like, no, I'm, I, I put the wrong price on there. It was supposed to be a thousand, but it was only eight hundred, so we just paid four hundred piece. What? And that was our rent. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> am flabbergasted. Yeah. I think so. I, who, I never paid less than a thousand dollars a month, probably in rent. And while you were in college? While I was in college. Shit. Thank you, student loans. But my, Seriously. when I was in grad school, that's when it was really bad because I was living alone. I had to get an apartment for like that weird period of time. It's not like a year. I think I had a 15 month lease. Mm. And I think I was paying like $1,400 a month wow. in South Austin. So it wasn't even like in the fun part of all, like it's the random place in South Austin, $1,400 a month. See, when I was in grad school, I actually stayed with the first year and a half of grad school. I stayed with one of my sisters. I don't know if my sister considers her a friend because she's a weird ass bitch. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, you heard what we said. You, I said what I said. She was fucking weird. And I stayed with her. And I think, I can't even remember what I, I think I paid like $400 a month for, with her when I rented a room from her and she was a girl that went to the church or whatever that I, that I used to it's go to. It's always some bitch from the church. I'm telling you, fucking crazy. They're the craziest fucking people. Don't live with people at your church. They're fucking mm -hmm. crazy. Anyway, and then when I left that place, because I literally like moved out and she didn't even know, I was like, peace, bitch. Anyway, <laughs> um, I moved into one of these little carriage houses that they have, like this really nice neighborhood in Tallahassee. And it's basically carriage like house. a, it's like a, because um, some of their- Like a mother-in-law suite? Yeah, it's like a mother-in-law suite, but like their, their garages are detached. And then there's like a mother-in-law suite over the garage, mm. but it's a full functioning, it's like four square feet but it's a full functioning like apartment like it had washer dryer full kitchen in their bathroom but it was just a studio apartment and it came with um internet and my utilities oh that's nice and it was only 700 dollars a month wow so i paid for that and i stayed and it was really nice like i quiet neighborhood on the little backside with nothing but garages and then other people who were like for like uh when they were in session for like uh uh, government stuff and all kind of bullshit. They will rent those as well too. But I stayed there for like a year, year wow, and a half. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I stayed, my family has a condo in Austin, in North Austin. And so when I first got to grad school, I was like, no big deal. I could live here until yeah. I figure shit out. I would cry every day because it would take me an hour to get home oh, geez. from school. And it, because the traffic was so bad. Oh, and by yeah. the time I got home, I was so tired. There was no one out there. So I had no one to study mm -hmm. with. It was awful. Yeah. So that's why my happy ass had to drive back down and pay $1,400 yeah. a month. See, I didn't even start paying over 1000 for any kind of housing whatsoever until I actually moved to Texas as an adult. Like, mm -mm, trash. Yeah. And Texas is like one of the most, what's the word? Inexpensive? 
inexpensive or affordable. Aff- I'll say affordable. It's one of the more affordable states. Not Austin. In. Not Austin. That was rookie mistake on Austin my part. Is ridiculous. Well, I'll tell you what else is uh, ridiculous. Well, it's actually not ridiculous. Well, it is ridiculous, but somebody's doing something different to change it. So, minimum wage in America is just trash. It's the ghetto. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Um, but I tell you, one mayor in L.A. City actually. Or L.A. County, whatever, neither here nor there. Anywho, he's doing something to change it. So he actually just signed into law um, a health care minimum wage of $25 an hour. So if you work in health care, which means EVS, uh, food service, food nutrition, um, maintenance, you know, all that kind of stuff. You get a your minimum wage will be $25 Well, an it hour. fucking should be. You know how Absolutely. expensive it is to live in L.A.? Yeah. My God, that's but probably only like, just those jobs. That's probably like fifteen dollars here. Like I don't understand how like you as a corporation pay your EVS or your environmental services workers like less than fifteen, like less than twenty five. And your an shit hour. would not would fail to exist without that. Like even during COVID, we got a taste of that because they couldn't, um, they didn't let the EVS workers come into the ICU at one point, and so the nurses were taking out the trash and doing all this stuff before they could figure out. Okay, well. How can we actually do this safely and not put them in danger and all this other kind of stuff? But I'm just like, the fact that y'all are offering EVS workers 10 and $15 an hour trash. to clean up trash? Like, what the fuck, man? Some of the hardest workers in the but hospital. But y'all offering LeBron James $30 million? Man, y'all, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. That's why I hate this country. Oh, I just hate the world. Anyway, at large. But I'm happy to be alive. Holy. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's Amen. amazing. I absolutely think that's amazing. But um, yeah. Uh. What were you telling me about? No, we can talk about that in the Speaking of the hospital. Oh. Monkeypox. Yes. It's coming around. And let me tell you this right the fuck now. I refuse to get it. So stay away from me if you have it. That shit grosses me out. Sorry if you have it. Um, I don't do well with skin stuff. I don't. So I cannot have it. Listen, I, I refuse. Re- I freak out when you have a patient with scabies. <laughs> like... I don't even like the dust particles that coming off their feet. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it with y'all. I'm not getting monkeypox. I've skated by not getting COVID. Knock on wood. Glory to God. I think it was my mixed race yes. heritage. It had to have been. I cannot. <laughs> but I refuse. I will flee the country if one of y'all ratchet ass people gives me monkeypox. All I know is you better not give it to me if God forbid you get it because you're working with patients. I'm not. I'm not working with those patients. I will if I have to. I will not abandon anyone. I'll find someone to work with you. You'll find I'll some, find someone else to come no, to. No, I cannot. Said, I will work with you, but I will find somebody to work with you. You see how you took yourself out of the equation so fast? It's I up. just that shit. It looks it looks miserable. Yeah, and it looks very painful. Painful, Extremely miserable. Painful. Um, Wait, does it affect your breathing though? I don't know. I know it's a derivative of smallpox. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Question mark. Because they were saying that they're trialing the smallpox vaccine for monkeypox. See, we should have joined the military. We would have been vaccinated. No. Definitely not. Well, the thing is, too, they were, people were talking, and I hate how misinformation spreads. People were talking about, oh, it's transmitted through gay men. And I was like, oh, God, here the fuck we go again with this bullshit talking it's about. It's transmitted through contact. It's contact. So whether you're gay or straight, it doesn't fucking matter. If you don't fucking wash your hands, you come in contact with a contaminated surface, you're going to fucking get it. It's just like MRSA. I hate people. Anyway. This episode is going to be called I Hate People. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But it's yeah. it's on the rise. It is now a global is. issue. 16,000 cases like, so far. What are the plagues what are they do you remember it's like locusts and locusts monkey pox i think is one of them well they were saying too that there's lesions a, there's a yeah lesions leprosy. they were talking about there was another um strain too of like ebola that it presents as ebola and so far they've had like i think two or three cases in ghana africa um which is a country in africa it's not Africa is a continent, not a country. I said because I saw a video about a girl who was like, "Yeah, Africa is a is a country by itself," and they were like, "No, it's a continent, people." Oh. Anyway, but yeah, there's two cases of like this Ebola like virus that's going around or not going around. They have it contained so far because it's only two people, but it's basically where they start bleeding in different out of different orifices and stuff like that. Because that's what Ebola does. Like you start bleeding out of your ears, your eyes, your nose, everything. Take me off the list for that. I don't want that shit either. Yeah, take me off the list for all of it. But yeah, monkeypox is on the rise, y'all. Um, they've had some cases in Florida. Of course. Um, hey. People come from Florida. Because people in Florida be touching skins. No, no, it's the people who travel there. How how many times are you going to Florida this year? (laughs) Exactly. Actually, none. When you went to Miami? Last year. Last year. I didn't go anywhere for my birthday this this year. Well, still, people like you traveling (laughs) down there with your diseases and then spread it all to the Floridians. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, Mm. I mean, that's my evidence-based practice theory. In my head, 
Because they keep saying all this shit's coming out of Africa. In my head, Africa is truly Wakanda, and they just keep putting out this information so people don't come there. Oh, yeah. That has to be it. Well, I think also, too, it's... it's I won't even get into that, but yeah. I um, It's propaganda at its finest, but... uh, All that to say, keep your monkey pox asses away from well, me, please. Well, the thing is, they are saying that... um. Like our local disinfectants that we use, Lysol, Clorox, that does bleach, it. It, it will kill it. So just make it an and hand sanitizer. So just making sure that you, you know, Keep that you're washing your hands, hands. Um, and that your washing surfaces that you're using, your mouse, your keyboard. Um, I spray these mics as well. So um, is it yeah. just the blisters or does it do other bad shit to you? I honestly think it's just the blisters because so far when I've seen people who, who actually have monkeypox. Who have you seen with monkeypox? People on TikTok. They, like, there's been some people on TikTok. There was this one uh, black guy actually specifically and he showed like the different blisters that he had on him and he was just saying that they are super painful but he wasn't hooked up to any oxygen. There was another lady who was going through testing for it because they thought that she had it because she had a couple blisters as well mm -hmm. um, but her test kept coming back inconclusive or something and she had a rash as well too so oh, um, it only lasts two to three weeks and goes away i thought this was like a but to have painful blisters for two to three weeks well that's i not, just felt like this was like a leprosy thing like it is it depending on how bad you get it there's different levels to it it says mild symptoms Ouch. will be um fever headache muscle aches back pain low energy swollen lymph nodes i already have half that shit if you got monkey pox, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> no, that's just like my baseline. Oh, okay. Can you get seriously ill or die from monkey pox? In most cases, they go away within a few weeks. However, some people, their infection can lead to medical complications and even death. Shit. Skin infections, pneumonia, confusion, eye problems. Well, I mean, it's just the same as like... Ten, one to 10% of COVID. people have died. It's just like COVID. I mean, you know... I don't have time, you people. Have pre -more, pre -more, my skin uh, scars so easily. Conditions? I'm not doing it. Well, just keep your hands clean. And also, COVID's still going around, so fucking... Are your numbers going up at your hospital? Yeah, not like ICU numbers, but just numbers oh, in general. That's good. That is not going crazy. But I think there's a new strain. There's always a new strain. Well, because people keep touching each other. And touching. keep breathing in each other's faces, so that's part of the problem. But yeah. Yeah, so y'all, just make sure you wash your hands, wash your ass, wash the surfaces, and all that good kind of your stuff. Your orifices. Your orifices, exactly. So one last thing we're going to talk about, or do we want to talk about this in... No, we'll talk about this in the rehab corner. So uh, let's... What are you watching? I finally finished Stranger Things Season 4. Okay, I started watching Stranger Things, and I'm on Season 3. You are really making progress. Yes, because I watch it every day. Do you have any faves? <laughs> I love Elle, or Eleven. She's okay, awesome. Yeah, good one, but good one. I do like Dustin. Aww. he's super cute i think uh what's his name what's the black kid's name lucas lucas fucking annoying really like, he is because he just you're he doesn't act like the typical black kid but like he does act like the typical black kid in suburbia mm -hmm. like he's just so fucking annoying no is that the way it is shut the fuck up shut up and will so you're mad he's so not acting stereotypically black no it's not stereotypically black but he just ain't got no street cred but then also it's well, he's a nerd he plays exactly. dungeons and dragons with his nerdy friends he's not in a the good 80s nerd, though. he's not he's, and i don't like how they don't play they don't show his parents i'm like y'all show all the other white kids yeah. parents but you don't show his parents. i love his sister his Erica. sister is hilarious because she is like <laughs> chef's kiss just tells it how it she is she's like, always talking shit i love like, it what the hell she reminds me of dw oh yeah <laughs> so she up. is in the fourth season a lot more and i oh, good. love her but I, I love the character development how even the pictures that i see now of what they look like in real life and i'm like oh my god they're so big now yeah. but um i do like the, i like hopper hopper is good too. oh we love yeah hopper i stand i love okay the nancy is a hoe I Nancy is starting to redeem herself in the fourth season, but I still okay. don't like you. You're yeah, still annoying, no. and justice for Barb is all I have to say yes, about that. Yes, seriously, because you, you fucking Dude, killed her. Nancy killed Barb. There's some revisits to season one and season four, and I'm like, as there should be, Nancy. <laughs> it's time to fucking pay the piper. Yeah, I'm only on season, I mean, uh, episode two of season three. Season three is where I start to love Steve, truly, because I'm just like... Steve is, he, he's growing up. Character on development in that man. His hair reminds me of a young Mc, McDreamy. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot Derek of hair. Derek has the hair. And, yeah. You know. But he just yeah. like becomes like daddy of the group in season three. And it's so cute and fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, I love cool. that show. Yeah. Keep watching. It's good. I started um, the terminal list. Yeah. You told me about that. On yesterday. Amazon Prime. I didn't want to. My mom was like, let's watch this show. And it mm -hmm. looked very like American Sniper Zero Dark Thirty. And I was mm -hmm. like, I'm not in the headspace. I don't want to do this. Yeah obsessed can't fucking stop watching it what is it called again it's called the terminal list the terminal and it's chris pratt who my feelings on chris pratt are complicated but yeah. 
basically, he's a Navy SEAL. He's overseas on this mission. The mission goes to shit. Half, like, all of the people that are in it and his little mm-hmm. platoon, is that yeah. what you call it, die, except for him and one other guy. They come back to the States, and even when he's just, like, debriefing, because, you know, when shit happens, mm-hmm. you have to go tell them what happened. Yeah. Even in the story they're telling him, he's like, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I mean, you hit your head, you had a concussion. This is the audio. We're playing the audio for you. This is what it sounds like, what happened. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no way. So then it starts coming out that they're, like, trying to frame one of the other guys, and then some. he's... Someone's trying to kill him. I don't know. I'm still halfway in it, but it's really good. I can't stop watching it. I love watching movies like that because I just actually watched, uh, what's the movie? 12 Strong with Liam Hensworth uh, or Thor. It's got those vibes. I haven't seen it, but I saw the preview. It has those vibes. It does. And the thing, but the thing is, too, because I even think about the one where, uh, the one that Mark Wahlberg was in that was based on a true story, um, but the guy, he ended up getting killed in real life. Uh, he got um, he got killed by a fellow veteran who was having a PTSD um, episode American Sniper. American Sniper, yes. That's that, Bradley Cooper. No, not American Sniper. It's Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Wahlberg, yeah. Because it was like American seven Sniper of them. was fucked up. Is it Black Hawk Down? No. That's the old one. Uh, God damn it. I can't remember the movie. But anyway, it was a great movie. But but realizing movies like this. Shooter? Let me see. No. They're in Afghanistan. Oh, okay. And he was the only one that survived. Lone survivor. Lone survivor. That, that one. Yes. <laughs> and he was the only was one the that only survived. Lone, lone survivor. survivor. <laughs> but it was based off of a true story. And the thing is, those men were in their 20s. That's insane. And I think the oldest one was like 32. And I'm like, 32? What the fuck was I doing? PT? Being a PT? <laughs> like, you talking about risking your life? I like, know. I love watching movies about the military. First of all, I could I could not be in the military, not like that, unless I was able to like get out real quick and get out of jail free card. But like, it's amazing that these men and women sacrifice. Literally, they they don't sign up for this shit. They only sign up for a charger, a Dodge Charger, and yep. some tuition being paid, and then they mm-hmm. have to go over and save people's lives. It's insane. Did you ever see? Did you ever watch uh, Friday Night Lights? Not the the movie or the show. The show. No. Okay. Did you ever watch the sh- the movie Battleship with Rihanna? Yes. Okay. You know Taylor Lady. Taylor Kitsch is. Um, Hopper in that show. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. He so was good. I am obsessed with him. He is Tim Riggins in Friday Night Lights, but he is this guy's best friend in that show that I'm watching. Oh, okay, and they okay. are just such a good like yeah. duo. And I just love watching like military shit because mm-hmm. I'm like, how do they know how to do all? And like it's Seriously. fake, right? Like it's yeah. Hollywood. I'm just like, y'all are so. Hmm. What's the word? Synced in sync. I don't know. You're so capable and knowledge. Like even like, and again, it's scripted. It's not real. But he's sitting there and he's like, "There's a, a guy about whatever yards back. He's wearing wraparound shades." And the girl's like, "What?" And then I was like, "Wraparound shades." And I'm like, "Oh, because then you can't tell where they're looking if they're wearing wraparound shades. That's why people in the military wear wraparound shades." I never noticed. That. I just thought that was like a white, like no, and that's why I'm saying thing. I'm learning so much. So wow. yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. yeah so true. you can't tell if you're looking over here, if you're looking over there. That's very yeah. good. I just thought that was like a southern white guy thing. No. So now I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The first time I'm snitching on everybody, so you ain't got to worry about me being on POW. I'm telling everything. First of all, I'm not gonna go over there. That's number one. But number two, God forbid if I did end up going over there, singing I'm like a everything. canary. Absolutely. That's why I couldn't be a politician. I'm telling everything. But um, also too, I'll tell you what did come out this week. Um, the trailer, two trailers. Okay. First trailer was with Viola Davis. Okay, and we love Viola Davis. Let me get the actual name of the movie. While you're looking that up, I did see Elvis. Ooh, how was that? Um, it was cool because the costumes were beautiful. The cinematographer was cool. The music was awesome. Mm-hmm. It just, there wasn't like a through line plot wise. Like it was very much, um, I think I was expecting Ray. You remember Ray? Yeah. Like I was expecting, this is how he grew up. This is how he got mm-hmm. famous. This is what happened once he was famous. This was very much like more about the shitty manager who like ruined his life mm-hmm. and it was like splots of this, this and that and a lot of jumping back and forth mm-hmm. and like just showing blurbs of him and the music and stuff, which was also cool to see, but it just wasn't as much of a like storyline as mm-hmm. I wanted, but it was still okay. Yeah, I won't be supporting it. They did this he cute- stole music and So I was talking people. to my mom about this. They did this thing where they weren't like, 
he stole music from black people. They did the, the thing where like his mom had to move into a black neighborhood when he was young and he was always hanging around black people. And they did make it a point to be like, oh, he was singing these songs that he heard from these black men and stole from these black people. But it wasn't like, hey, you took music from Elvis black people. Elvis is a piece of shit. I but it was just like, oh, he just loved black people and hung around them all the no. time. And that's why his music sounded black. Because if you liked black people, you would have gave black people the credit. AKA, AKA Big Mama Thornton. Just saying. Did, and that's why I love that damn Doja Cat song. Yeah, well, the lady who sung the song, I can't remember her name. She recently died. She did the, the vocals for it. She redid the vocals for it. I, that was, and she was only 44. Oh Insane. my God. Horrible. But so the, the, the movie that I'm, the two movies that I'm anticipating and that I cannot wait to come out. The first one comes out in September um, and it stars Viola Davis and it's called The Woman King. And it's talking, so remember in um, uh, uh, Black Panther? how they had the all women army yes okay so it's basically about Couldn't them no yes, way yes and she stars as the leader like the general of the the what? army I can't, I can't remember what the, they, the the name of the army starts with an a i don't want to screw it up because i can't pronounce it um just because i haven't heard it in a while they're a geary a jury tri- i can't yeah anyway, yeah, yeah that's but it's familiar. the woman tribe anyway the, the, the woman <gasps> they're fighters. badass listen and literally it like this comes out in september and viola davis looks like angela bassett did when she played Ooh. tina turner with the damn arms i am so excited for this movie you're gonna go see it in the movie hell yeah let's go hell yeah so it comes out in september i'm like y'all need to hurry this movie up like can we get it Dude, tomorrow that was the, some of the best parts of black panther yes. are those women and literally that's what that's what is talking about the history of this this uh this army how they were built like their sisterhood how they protect and how strong like they the are valkyries. Oh my God. the valkyries who's that um is or that from- the amazons Oh yeah, the Amazon. The yeah, Valkyries yeah. are the. But even to uh, did you see Thor? Uh, Wonder Woman. Her. Yeah, her those people. are the Amazons. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The Valk. Did you see Thor? Yeah. You know Zoe Kravitz. Yes. In Thor. Yeah. Right. Or, no, not no, Zoe Kravitz. Who is she it? It's Bianca. Thor. Who the hell is the girl in Thor? I don't know what girl. Is it Bian- oh, it's not friend. Bianca Lawson. You're talking about his friend. Yeah. But she was the only one, though. I felt like. So there was a group of them. They're called the Valkyries. They were the oh, fighters. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, she's cool. I don't remember her name. Who the hell is that? Why can't I remember who that is? Fives, Tessa Thompson, Jesus Christ. Oh, you're talking about the newer Thor, because she wasn't in the original. No, one. she's in the newer ones, but oh, it's this okay. group of like fighters, women fighters. I thought you were talking about the white girl that was his friend, his best friend no. in Thor. Okay. Well, also, too, another movie that's coming out that we all, I think, pulled on our heartstrings. Um, the trailer was just released the other day, um, and it's called uh, Wakanda Forever. My God. They're basically the second, uh, the sequel to Black Panther, and um, they're so, like, even just the trailer, first of all, made everybody emotional, but also, too, like, I, I'm just anxious to see how they're going to spin his death into it Mm -hmm. and what story they are going to tell watching the trailer it feels very imminent that they're going to be like he's not here yeah versus trying to make i think they're going to do a good job i have my fingers it's ryan Ryan he would not i mean he they were such good friends yeah he's not going to do a disservice to him that water but even the way angela that and he had little wings on his feet yes that water birth was and angela bass i mean it's fucking when angela bass was screaming she's like i've lost my fit i was like ah everything angela bassett touches turns to gold i just i love her the only thing that i am concerned about though is the sister leticia wright Mm -hmm. because she stopped filming and I don't know if she they got her back, but I remember when COVID first happened and they were filming and they were like, okay, well, we're requiring everybody to either get vaccinated or take a COVID test every single day. So she refused the COVID, te- the COVID vaccine, which is her right um, because of, re- I think, allegedly religious reasons and stuff like that. But anyway, she didn't want to get it. And she also did not want to allegedly get um, tested for COVID. So she ended up um, no longer being on the set. So I know there was some controversy and some, some drama with that. So I wonder I if she's her. in the whole, she, I mean, her snarky relationship with her brother is like a typical brother sister yeah. relationship. So I hope she was able to kind of get it together for the sake she's of the movie. She's in the trailer. So. She is, she is. And then, um, uh, but, of course, uh, Lupita Nangio. Oh God. And I Young just cannot girl. wait. So this is supposed to be, I think more of a, like the Atlantis people mm-hmm. and the Wakanda people, but like, I love I love Atlantis. Yeah. I love underwater people. I love that storyline. I cannot fucking wait to see what they do with this. Well, you know where Atlantis comes from, right? Under the sea. Why were they there? I don't know. They just drowned. Who drowned them? The white people, probably. Exactly. 
like when you, you ever seen that that sculpture? I don't like when you turn my childhood dreams into some sad ass story about how white people ruin everything. You sound like the Republicans who don't want to teach their children uh, critical race theory. It's American history. To, they don't need to learn that. It's, I mean, it's American history, unfortunately. But I'm uh, excited for it. Actually, yeah, we when we were in Greece, we went to what they suspect is the city of Atlantis. Really? Yeah, it was really cool. They're doing this whole excavation thing, and it's still being dug, digged, digging out. Re- dug. They dug. Excavated. Right. That's what she said. And um, it was cool as <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I think this movie is going to be amazing. I think it's going to be another box office hit as usual. Oh, it's, if, even if it's a trash movie, which it will not be, everyone's going to go just and to see gonna, what they do. It's going to make a billion dollars again. God, I love yeah. Black Panther. I know. It was so good. It was so incredible, incredibly good. I so. don't forget Chadwick Boseman's dead, but I think I just like specifically block that part out of my brain. Yeah. 360 days a year. And even watching this, I was like, oh, shit. But, you know, I kind of I kind of am like, it's sad that he passed away. But I think the way that he passed away without people having a chance to see him wither away was probably much better versus him saying, hey, I do have this type of yeah. cancer. And then everybody just like, oh, my God, what are we going to do about Black Panther and saying the most insensitive bullshit? And it's like. It was probably better that he just went in the privacy of him and his family. Yeah, and, his and only and just... the people he wanted to knew, know. Exactly. Knew and, and but even Ryan Coogler didn't even know. And it was like, yeah. damn, like that sucks that you, you know, you didn't you didn't want to tell him, which I totally get. Um, and you have that right to not share that information. But um, I think it's going to be an amazing movie. And I did see Mbaku is back. So I like oh, that. Great. Because he's I hilarious. Know. He was one of the best parts. He really that, was. He was funny. But I guess like. In the grand scheme, they're his coworkers, and like you get really yeah. close because you work so close together for such a long time. But mm-hmm. like he didn't want to tell his people at work what the fuck was going on in his personal life, yeah, which was his choice. Exactly. I wouldn't. Yeah. T- I don't know if I would tell the people at work. I mean, but we kind of, we kind of did. We worked together. We did kind of tell each other stuff because we were just like, "Hey, bitch, I need you to come rescue me." You know That's what I'm saying? And like, if you were having like a medical issue, you're just like, "Hey, can you take my patients?" Or can you do this? Can you do that? <laughs> yeah. You know, so you tell them somewhat of information, but not going, you know, so far in depth about yeah. it. But um, because you don't want people to look at you different or weird or, you know, and asking questions. And it's just like, just, well, and you know. it sucks for him because he's supposed to be this strong superhero. Yeah. And you're living with a horrible kid. And then people say, oh, my God, he getting so skinny. What the fuck wrong? It's like, shut. The, this is why I hate people. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You don't know why people are losing weight. If even if they lose weight because they're for health reasons, you don't know. So shut the fuck up and stop always coming for people's looks when they don't look like what you think they should look like. God damn. Period, poo. Right. You ready to head on over to the rehab corner? What's going on to the rehab corner? Welcome to the rehab corner. A place where we restore some order. Take a look around and sit your ass down. We don't play around. In the rehab corner. In the rehab corner. today we're talking about two different things uh well th- possibly three just depending on how much more time we have left anywho uh first thing did you see the o- aota which is your people those are my what people. does aota stand for american occupational therapy association so i saw this article in the group that i'm in uh that was talking about how the amount of occupational therapists and certified occupational therapist assistants so uh ot's and codas um has the the application um the number of applicants to schools have been significantly decreased. I believe that they were making it so hard to get into school. They're transitioning everyone to a doctorate, which is more money and more time. The schools are becoming more and more expensive. Yeah. And the pay paying everything going up. Also, no one wants to work in healthcare anymore. That's very true. Also being an OT isn't like being a physical therapist. No one knows what the fuck I do or what I am. I mean, people think we just massage people all day and get people and lift people. That is true. Um, I mean, so I don't or... doubt it. I just feel like, I don't know. It's sad because I feel like we were getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that means I can get paid more now. If there's less people applying. There's less young people coming from my Doubt job. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's doubt crazy, it. though, because I feel like there was a lot. Like, I've heard of more people applying to OT school or knowing what I do. Or yeah. I'll tell someone what I do. And they're like, oh, my my friend is actually in OT school. Or mm-hmm. my granddaughter wants to apply to OT school, which never happened before. No one knew what the fuck OT did, OT did or yeah. was. Um, so that is interesting. But they did make it extremely hard to get into school the last couple of years. Yeah. They're turning a lot of good candidates away. And they're expensive as hell. 
Yeah, I think too. Even the staffing, they probably can't keep staff either because that's I mean, probably true. These schools are suffering and they're not getting funding like they used to, and they're constantly cutting funding from the budget. And I think you know, also too, like you said, the market is where it is right now. Mm-hmm. COVID, I think, revealed a lot of stuff to a lot of people. Also too, I think Medicare, oh, Medicare, that too. CMS has a lot to do with that because not and CMS is the for Center shit. for Medicare and Medicaid Services. They continue to decrease the reimbursement rates for CODAs, OTs, PTs, and PTAs. And then they have this thing of allegedly for the protection of the podcast talking about, oh, well, yeah, we, you know, we don't want to pay for CODAs or PTAs to document. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Makes like, no damn sense. These are licensed people who have been in existence ever since the field has been into existence. And you need, just like you need durses. Nurses? I don't know what those are. Just like you need nurses and you need CNAs and you need LVNs for certain things. You need CODAs and PTAs. Absolutely. Absolutely you do. And honestly, let me just say this. From my experience working in healthcare for as long as I have been in healthcare, I would take an LVN over an RN any day. Especially them old school L... And this was before they were called LVN. They were LPN with a P. P is in potato. What's the P for? Licensed practical nurse. Ah. I didn't start hearing LVN until I came to Texas. Really? LVN was not a thing when I was in Florida. All of all, when I worked in labor, uh, postpartum labor delivery, all of the LPNs were LPNs. And then they phased them out of the hospital. Like, well, no, you got to get a bachelor's degree. And I'm like, these are people who've been nurses for 20, 30 years. And they could out, they could out medicine anybody up in this unit. Like that, that was literally like this one particular LPN, uh, Miss Sharon. Shots off, Miss Sharon. I love you, Miss Sharon. <laughs> she and it's funny because her name is Sharon and our. Oh, anyway. yeah. But yeah, so um, she was an LPN. She is an LPN. And when I tell you, anytime anything happened like emergency on that unit, that she was the first nurse that everybody called. And these were all RNs who were younger than her, who were. Oh, yeah, I have an RN, BSN, blah blah blah. You aren't Miss Sharon, but you you are not Miss Sharon. You're not. There's and that's why they make us go to school and then they make you do field work and clinicals and all of this shit because you yeah. have to have experience. So stop punishing all these people exactly with clinical experience. Exactly. It's crazy. anyway, that's great. No one's gonna know what I do anymore. No one's gonna reimburse. I'm gonna lose my job. Great. Can't wait. Awesome. Okay, that went dark real fast. All right. Well, last <sighs> thing we want to talk about. Um, I saw this article. Not article. Well, I did see a part of an article, but it was from a video that I saw. So <laughs> it was a TikTok. <laughs> it was a TikTok. It's an evidence based TikTok. Anytime someone starts talking that much and just Find what the fuck they saw. I want you to know it was a TikTok. Don't judge me. That's where I get my news from. Uh, it was a BuzzFeed article or right. a TikTok. So this one neurosurgeon that I follow, she um, she was the one who posted, and I did like a rabbit hole down down to f- figure out what happened. So anyway, this young lady, um, she went to a chiropractor, and this is not an attempt to bash chiropractors. It is not. It is just an attempt to tell you a story and to tell you guys to be vigilant and to be diligent about what you're doing and how you're doing it. So anyway, this young lady, she was a college student. She went to a chiropractor. Um, they adjusted her her body, her spine, all that good kind of stuff. Unfortunately, um, sometime later, she ended up passing away because they found that she actually had four um, vertebral artery dissections and in her neck. And as you know, a lot of the um, important structures that we have that keep us alive are in our neck got your jugulars and all that kind of stuff a lot of the shit you need to do the shit you need exactly so um she that's why when you compress right here people go night night exactly you can really knock somebody out unconscious if you just press on their neck anywho and uh not necessarily their trachea anywho so the the neurosurgeon was talking about it from her perspective um and talking about chiropractors and how you should be very careful with the chiropractors that you are choosing to use. I am one person who have, has gotten adjusted ever since I was in elementary school. From elementary to high school, I got adjusted because my mother um, has has scoliosis. And so um, we always got adjusted, but I've always been very fearful of getting my neck adjusted um, because I'm just like, you're not going to break my neck and kill me. Like mm-hmm. That's not what's going to happen. That's why I don't like people touching my neck. Y'all yeah. already fucking know. Do not touch yeah. my neck. That is an evolutionary fucking stress response i don't i don't like people touching my neck yeah don't fucking do it and you're sure as hell not gonna crack my neck are you kidding me no and it freaks me out when people you know how people like can crack their neck yeah i'm not one of those people i can't do it and it freaks me out people do it i just hate that if i go into a chiropractor office and because i have gone recently as recent as of last year and when i go into an office and if you have a camera and a microphone set up i am automatically not going to you first of all when i see chiropractors stand up on these plinths okay 
and they have their hands and your body is above this person and you're thrusting upward again because i am a physical therapist and i'm not shading chiropractors i don't have an issue with chiropractors because i've been to them for years um I, we we are trained as physical therapists how to manipulate the spine we are trained how to manipulate and mobilize bones you know all that kind of stuff i don't fuck with the neck Mm-mm. and i'm knowledgeable about it and i don't do it it's because I know what could potentially too happen. Easy to fuck up someone's entire life. You can give somebody life. a stroke. You can stroke you them out right there. You could paralyze someone. You could stroke somebody out. Yep. There's a lot of shit. It really is. So unless there's an MRI running and you can see exactly what the fuck is going on, you're not touching me. No, definitely not at all. Not at all. Well, I did want to ask you this question. This was trend that's been going around. This is the last thing we're going to talk about before we get out of here. This trend that's been going around um, on TikTok where uh, professionals are talking about what they will and will not do in their profession. So as a OT, as an occupational therapist, what are five things you would not do as an OT? Five things I would not do. Mm-hmm. Um, have a multi-level home. Ooh. Have steps to get inside. Okay. Have a bathtub I have to climb over. Good. Um, f- what I wouldn't do is an occupational therapist. That was three. That was three. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I see some dumb people doing? Not lock my fucking rollator when I go to sit down. <laughs> Texting all day. T- yeah, text all day long. Be like, oh, I really am out of breath. Let me rush to get to the next room. Yeah. Dummies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have OT stuff as much as I have just like hospital, hospital stuff. stuff. Like I wouldn't, you know, have a splitting headache or chest pain for two months before I went to the hospital. Or a continuous runny nose. I wouldn't be blind for a day and a half before I was like, maybe I should go to the hospital. Yeah. But I don't know many OT things. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't not get my child tested if they're sitting for six hours at a time, just like lining up their toys. Mm. And be like, that's so cute that they do that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, maybe or they have can't them concentrate. Tested. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why? What would you not do as a PT? Um, as a PT, one of the first things, don't buy a trampoline. I would not buy a trampoline. I would not own a trampoline as a PT. Oh, seems to fuck too many shit. broken bones. Number two, uh, I would not jump out of planes continuously, and that's for our military uh, men and women. Uh, you're gonna only lead yourself to double hip replacements um, in your 40s. Uh, speaking of replacements, that's a lot of. So let me tell you, when I worked at a particular hospital, um, I could tell who the veterans were. And I could tell what they did in the military based off their injury. Damn. It was very easy to tell. You have a 40-something-year-old that comes in and they're getting a hip replacement. You're a jumper. You're in the Air Force. I already know. You come in and I got to get a pocket talker at 50. (laughs) Infantry. (laughs) Artillery. That's all you do is blow shit up. I know. Absolutely. If you say huh one too many times, your ears are fucked. I know. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Number two, I would... um, for this is for women for younger girls if you could help it i would not uh play sports while my menstrual cycle was on because you're more susceptible to tearing your acl or having like a terrible triad because your ligaments are more lax when your cycle's on because once you have a baby no just it's just your it's just a proven fact that your Hmm. your ligaments are let are more lax your body's ready to stretch exactly it's preparing uh all that kind of stuff number four i don't even know what number this is uh i would not have spinal surgery ever unless it was like a life or death situation uh because once you get one surgery they're going to continue to cut on you that is so Um, true i wouldn't also be a weekend warrior if your ass has not played football or basketball in years don't get your ass out there and do it again that's the quickest way to tear something acls mcls absolutely and the last one that i would not do as a physical therapist i would never smoke my drugs don't smoke Eat your drugs. Swallow them. Eat Swallow them. them. Put, bake them in brownies or some shit. Don't smoke your drugs. Mm-mm. Don't smoke them. Please, y'all. That's a cardinal rule. And don't get a knee scooter because you'll fuck up your hip. Anyway, and you crash into people. Don't try. If I, I would say one thing I wouldn't do as an OT is try to lift something heavy with one finger. Like if there's a hole in it. Yeah. People will try to like lift. The, you're, you're, it's going to snap. Look at this snap. I personally, as a PT, I would not never lift heavy weights. Like people who do all this yeah. dead lifting and shit and trying to max out and get PRs. There's no functional reason to do that shit. No. You're going to fuck your back up and you're going to be out here looking like Ronnie Gardner and can barely walk having all these fucking surgeries because you're trying to look like him and Arnold Schwarzenegger and you're going to you're going to fuck your back up. Just don't do it. So, yeah, stop lifting heavy weights. And switch which side you hold your baby on. You're going to fuck up your shoulders. And your purse, too. Your purse, too. Yeah. 
Definitely don't carry heavy purses. Yeah. That was way more than five. But anyway, it was very interesting. Those are the things you shouldn't do. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, as an OT, I wouldn't go to OT school. As a PT, I wouldn't go to PT school either. <laughs> it's a trap. That should have been number one. Number uh-huh. one, I wouldn't go to PT school. But uh, yeah, anyway, anything else we need to talk about before we leave? Give no, I thought we were going to keep this short and sweet, but here we are an hour later. We're, we're less than an hour and 10 minutes. We're that's true. Five, so, you know, that's less. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Have a good week, everyone. Stay cool. I hope your Absolutely. ACs make it because ours are. I pray so too because my this this consecutive hundred days is wearing my. AC I know, and out. it I, I, we have not gotten rain. No, we only got rain once in like mm-hmm. a month, and it was good that it rained. But if I say this quote, you have to tell me what movie it's from. Ready? Okay. Waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Useless and disappointing. Do you know what that's from? It's not the Notebook. No, Cinderella <laughs> story. Cinderella story. Which one? The one with Brandy? Which one? No, that's Cinderella. Who this is Cinderella's Cinderella story? story? It's Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. Oh my god! It's hard working with you. It's sometimes. one of the whitest things you've ever said on this podcast. Everyone loves Cinderella Story. That's it's a great a, movie. That's such a millennial movie. At least you could have said something about Princess Diaries. At least I know that. I do love Princess Diaries. Yes, that's a good one. Of Genovia. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Princess of Genovia. Anyway, uh, continue to spread love, y'all. Spread light, and, and don't, don't forget, forget to laugh your face off. I don't even think I've seen Cinderella Story. You've never seen Cinderella Story? Maybe I have. Is that the one where um the lady's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Um, I don't remember either. She's like, you're not that pretty and you're not that nice. Yes, when they work at the diner. Oh, yes, God, and um, yes. Regina, Regina King, King is yes, in it. Yes, I have seen Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released. <laughs>